0: We're doing episode 90. Yeah, what am I doing? Um, Just sort of providing commentary. and. I'm not going to read anything at all. No, you don't have anything to cover. My doctor said I have a normal brain. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd agree with him either. Not that one. What's normal? It's a setting on a washing machine. It's also relative. It is relative. Just like our struggles... All of our, our detriments. Oh, we're getting Every, deep. Everything in life is relative. So next time you see someone struggling with something and you think oh, they don't know what they're talking about. It's relative. It's all relative. Relative. Welcome to the 90th episode of Beer and Fear. Yeah, I always forget to do that. Good job. We should have you here every week. You ever wanted to be an intern? <laughs> we need an intern. Oh, it didn't change. You too. Yeah. Welcome to the 90th episode of Beer and Fear. My name is Zach. My name is Paige. It's, oh, my name is Paige. My name is Paige. It's episode 90. Episode 90. Nine zero. 90 episodes. 90, How did we get here, Paige? A lot of gumption, uh, tears, blood, spit, vinegar. Tears, blood, spit, and vinegar. Yep. Wow. All those things. I, I don't recall those, so I'm a little scared as to what you may have been doing. Teeth, nails. In, in my states of insomnia. Yeah. And... Irrecollection. Irre- 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 I, re- I, I recollect that. That's right. You you heard me. <laughs> this episode's on Celine Delgado Lopez. Selena. Celine. Celine. S E L E N E. Celine. Oh. Celine Delgado Lopez. Celine. I don't think it's Celine. Oh, no, I'm not insisting on that. I'm talking about something else. Oh, okay. Celine. So I don't think you've heard of this subject before. This topic, which is a, a, a maybe a first for me. Oh no, not Selena, because <laughs> you you are the one who ends up picking a lot of topics that I don't know anything about. Yeah, but this time I think I got you. Uh, she does not sound familiar. But uh, it is kind of a it's a, actually a very niche topic, and I'm unfortunately, the huh? I'm queen of those. Yeah, unfortunately, the way this worked out is there isn't much background on her. Uh, there see. isn't really anything, so I'm going to cover um, pretty oh, much everything. You get a break. You get a break nice. this episode, because your section would kind of tie into mine. Your section wouldn't be very long, and it just it's okay. I I did the work for you. Oh, That's I like fine. that. Uh, is there anything you wanted to talk about? No. Uh, that we didn't cover last week. Um, or last I feel week's like I episode. Remembered something. And then I forgot it. Oh, yeah. You said you forgot something that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. The last episode. It was, it was something I did. Think of every day what you did. Oh, God. You got a tattoo. Uh, I feel like I talked about that already. I don't think so. Oh, I got a snake tattoo. Yeah. It looks yeah. badass. Thanks. Did you uh, Did you post it on your Instagram? No, I don't post my tattoos online. Oh, why not? Is there a They're for me. Part- okay. I dig that. Um, I like that. I like your tattoo. Thanks. So I got a new tattoo. Um, there is something else and I'm blanking entirely. Every single day I did this and then I did this this day. And I'm then not I did going this. through every single day. Okay, it's fine. That's excessive. My phone does it for me. Oh, that's Google, fancy. Google checks and, and tracks everywhere I go and everything I do. Oh, it's fancy. I don't trust Google enough for that. Put my life in Google's hands. Oh, that seems like an interesting choice. Um... I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna remember. I give up on this memory that oh, I it's yeah, unfortunate. I give up. Work. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, I start uh I start work tomorrow, so it's not really not really exciting this for me. This is your Sunday. Do yeah. you have anything you want to talk about? Yes. As I fall asleep. So last week, we um, we abducted uh, Ale's sister from Bolingbrook. And we picked her up. And uh, she's been staying with us for a while. Just like last time, she was hanging with us. Uh, but now she's staying with us for like a whole month. Super dope. We get to spend more time with each other. Hopefully do more things. Go to Chicago. We have a lot of stuff planned. We just don't know like when, like certain days we're going to do things. Uh-huh. Um, we already went to Naperville. We got red mango, frozen yogurt. We got pizza, Giordano's, deep dish. Uh, got pizza some, sounds good. Got some fudge. Yeah, pizza sounds really good. Um, I don't know. It's just been fun. She's been cooking a lot. She's been making a lot of really good food. She made some really good food for, for you and for us uh, when you came over. Yeah. Um, we we bought a lot of uh, really good food, so there's a lot of food in the fridge that we got to make. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of a lot of a lot of big plans, and then her birthday is coming up on August first. Is her birthday? She's turning twenty one. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. So she'll get to have alcohol legally. Legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exciting stuff, and then we have a secret plan that I can't tell her, and then um, <laughs> I was gonna talk about uh. Ale and I, um, Ale contacted someone on Instagram to help us out with our wedding invitations. And I'm really excited. She's really excited because she loves this guy. looks up to him. Uh, he does a lot of really cool work. Ali's a big artist and this guy's also a really, really, really good artist. And they both admire, like she's got a book in, in our, uh, two books in our, in the bedroom, about lettering and different fonts and styles and lettering. And it's by this artist. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. If Ale was uh, awake, she would know and tell me. Um, But this guy that that she contacted also really likes her work. So they both admire the same people. She really admires them. And she thought, hey, I'll reach out to him, see if he could help. She reached out on Instagram. Within the hour, he messages back and says, yeah, I'd love to. Let's have a video meeting. So she has a video call with this guy. And they talk about you know what we're planning what we would like out of our invitations what what services he's able to provide, how much it's going to cost when he can have everything by what time when when we need things by, et cetera so it seems like a super cool guy um she showed me some of his work a long time ago. He draws a lot of um a lot of uh swear words uh. and and cute little um styles. this one says uh penis." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a lot of cool, very, very good artist. Does the letters very well. I see. So uh, his name is uh, Chisco, I think. Chisco. Chisco Romo. Uh, you can look at his Instagram. He is at uh, Chisco.romo. That's C-H-I-S-K-O period R-O-M-O. Chisco Romo. He's got uh, 37,000 followers on Instagram. He does a hell of a job based out of Mexico, and he's going to help us with our wedding invites, our uh, save-the-dates, our invites, and maybe some thank-you letters. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. So that's something to look forward to. For episode 90 Uh on Celine Delgado Lopez, our brewery is Five Rabbit Cerveceria. Five Rabbit Cerveceria. Uh, if you don't know Spanish, Cerveceria is brewery in Spanish. Okay. Mhm. They make cerveza, which is beer. Mm-hmm. I'm a fountain of knowledge, fountain of Spanish knowledge over here. Uh, they were located at 6398 74th Street in Bedford Park, Illinois, 60638. <laughs> Keyword were. What happened? They're closed. Oh. Uh, So Five Rabbit, I'm just going to read a little bit about them. Five Rabbit is the first U.S.-based Latin American-inspired brewery. We hope to bring the energy, passion, and amazing richness of Latin culture and cuisine to the delicious world of craft beer. The name Five Rabbit was inspired by the mysticism, color, and playfulness of Latin heritage. Based on Aztec mythology, it represents the Latin American life force that inspires our beers and our company. We want to celebrate this vast and venerable tradition, carrying it into the future through the art of beer. These beautiful old stories are just the beginning. Latin culture is rich and a layered tapestry of old worlds and new, but we are not interested in living in the past. Culture requires constant innovation to maintain its vitality. So all of our five rabbit beers have a 21st century point of view. The vast and delicious cuisines of Central and South America hold a treasure trove of flavors, aromas, and textures, much of which feels right at home in a well-made beer. We combine these ingredients and ideas with our own experiences to make subtle and deeply delicious beers, not mere novelty items. Each beer speaks with our voice and adds to the story. We put the best ingredients together so that the whole beer adds up to much more than the sum of its parts. Five Rabbit Beers are mysterious and captivating. Every sip reveals some new detail. We hope our beers will appeal not just to super enthusiasts, but to everyone seeking fresh, unique, and delicious beers. That's straight from their website. Specific. Sounds cool, right? They were founded in 2011 by immigrants from Costa Rica and Mexico. Hmm. 2011. Founded by immigrants It is, quote, the first Latin-themed craft brewery in the United States. Many of the beers are brewed with ingredients inspired by Hispanic uh, cuisine and culture. The name of the brewery is a reference to the Aztec deity. I might need your help with this. I don't know if you know it. Mequiltochtli? Mequiltochtli? Let me see. I'm curious. Ooh, no idea. Couldn't tell you. The one in bold? Well, it's an Aztec god. Okay. Mequiltochli. They once brewed a beer that included chapulines as an ingredient. Grasshoppers. Ooh. They brewed a beer with grasshoppers. That sounds familiar. Really? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. I've never heard of that. I think I looked up top ten disgusting beers. <laughs> <laughs> was That That was one of them? Yeah, pretty it sure. It was disgusting? Well, they brewed a beer with chapulines and... Uh, I'm almost positive. I don't know. Uh, this is funny. In June 2015, Five Rabbit Brewery announced that it would cease doing business with Donald Trump oh. because of his statements about Mexican immigrants. The brewery had brewed a batch of beer, especially for a bar in Trump Tower, Chicago. They ceased shipping the beer to the bar and stated that the beer would be uh, renamed to chingatupelo in an apparent reference to Trump's hair. Uh. Chingatupelo means fuck your hair. <laughs> a few days after that, Gino's East purchased that batch of beer from the brewery. A documentary short film about these events titled Fuck Your Hair was released in 2019. Chingatupelo was a beer that they made. Specifically, against Donald Trump. I love it. Around September of 2020, Five Rabbit decided to close their brewery. An article says they're, quote, eyeing, new business model, eyeing a new business model in a new location. Hmm. They planned to move to a smaller retail-focused operation a little closer to this city. They also want to open a brew pub in the Pilsen neighborhood. They started an online fundraiser to help finance it, but ended it in May after failing to reach their goal. Hmm. So it sounds like they're they're really what it sounds like is they weren't selling as much as they needed to, mm-hmm. to uh, support their brewery and their operations. So they decided to sell everything and then try to reopen somewhere with cheaper, you know, maintenance, mm-hmm. f- whatever. Um, I don't know how it's going, <laughs> um, but I wish them the best. I don't know if they have a brewery, a brew pub open right now, but uh, the beer from Five Rabbit that we're going to try is La Piña de Mis Ojos which is uh, the pineapple of my eyes. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. La Piña de Mis Ojos. Inspired by the popular Mexican beverage tepache. Oh. this kettle soured beer was fermented with pineapple rind. Oh my god. And juice which makes for a tart, funky and refreshing wiza ale. get out of my head how did we do this (laughs) a kettle sour fermented with pineapple and blended with an in-house made wild fermented tapache from the same wort so we somehow managed to to, both episodes recording on the same day pick a very 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 similar beer Yes, pineapple sour visa ale So we'll see how this one tastes. This is a sour ale. We've talked a lot about sours. I really don't want to talk about them. You can listen to episodes 10, 27, 33, 38, 39, 45, 55, 64, 86, or 89. Mm -hmm. If you want to hear us talk about sours and try sours. That's how much we've had sours and wild ales ales and roses. This beer is 7% ABV, 18 IBU, unknown SRM. Beer Advocate calls this a wild ale and gives it a score of 88. Very good. No rankings at all. It has a score, but no rankings since the beer is retired. They oh. don't make this beer anymore. It has an average rating, however, of 3.98 out of 16 ratings. 3.98? 3.98. 3.98. So 88, 3.98. No rankings, however. I don't can't tell you how it ranked. You can uh, check out 5Rabbit online. It's at 5, the number 5, Rabbit on Facebook at the number five rabbit brewery on Twitter and Instagram, or go to five rabbitbrewerycom That's the number five rabbit com. I need coffee. The fact that the- oh yes. Yes. The fact that what? Our beers are similar. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> re- insane. That's how to make you are. <laughs> Synced. So, you'll notice at the bottom, this is canned on September 3rd, 2021. Oh. So, it's a little old. Is that's, that what your concern is? That's my concern. Um, that's why when I called Naperville, they were like, oh, chances are any five rabbit stuff that we have on the shelves is probably expired, because they went out of business. They when was that, though? They sold the brew pub. That was around 2020 is when they decided to, um, yeah, September of 2020, uh-huh. they decided to sell their stuff. So they were still somehow canning things. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how. I don't know if it says on the can here. It says, government warning, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink. Sorry, I was reading the wrong thing. Brewed and canned by Five Rabbit Brewing Company in Bedford Park. So I don't know. Maybe they still had their stuff. Um Oh, you want to read the thing? It's got a thing. You can read the thing. A play on words meaning the pineapple of my eye. This refreshing kettle sour combines American ingenuity with tropical romanticism. Ooh, ooh. Its tangy, funky flavors are reminiscent of tapache, an artisanal, wild fermented beverage usually usually sold by street vendors. I have yet to try. Actually, no. I tried tapache in a bottle. Uh-huh. I tried bottled tapache. Eh. I would like to try like good, fresh tapache. The luscious tropical notes of El Dorado hops are the perfect finishing touch. Sour ale brewed with pineapple, dry hopped with El Dorado. Yeah, this one's tough. Fought me. I smell feet. Feet. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It smells like feet. It smells a little funky. Is that concerning funk or okay funk? You only get a half glass. You don't get a full glass. Almost spilled everything. There's some pineapple in there. Oh, dear. There's some pineapple in that feet. There's (laughs) pineapple. These feet smell like pineapple. (laughs) It smells like pineapple rind. It smells like the rind of the pineapple. I think that's what they talked about. Maybe that's why... Oh, so, so cheers. <laughs> that's why it smells so dirty. Yeah, a little... A kind of dirty pineapple, yeah. She's a dirty pineapple. Dirty, dirty pineapple. Yeah, you're right. It's so unnecessarily expensive. It's such a shitty company, too. It is. Maybe the ones to support them like Amazon on fucking Prime yeah. Day. Oh, it's Prime Day. Gotta buy everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> color looks lighter than the last one. Just as opaque. Looks like a pineapple beverage. A little bit of foam. No lactose in this. Smells hoppy and dirty pineapple. That was a good clink. Hmm. Okay. It's smoother. It's less viscous. It's less thick. There's an aftertaste in there that I just do not like. It might have something to do with the beer being expired. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I like it. It's pleasant. It's crisp and fruity, and it's it's got like a little it's got a little bit of funk in there, it's but it's chunky. not like a. It's like an earthy. I think it's chunky. Chunky, huh? It's got an earthy funk to it, not like a crazy. What the fuck am I drinking? Funk. It's a I earthy like funk. It sweet pineapple you get more of the rind than the fruit the one before this was mm-hmm. very very sweet this one not as sweet not as thick i don't find it to be a little more enjoyable and it's not as sour as the last one uh, i feel like this one's a little more sour i can't taste pineapple at all no at all so i guess the consensus is your beer was better <laughs> I still think it's pleasant. Uh I wish it was a little more fresh. That might contribute to um it being better, but mm. pineapple rind, hoppy. It's got some stuff going for it. Uh what we need to do though, Paige, yeah. this is the last oh, beer yeah. of the ten. So if we if we look here together. At an 8, 8, at a 9, 9, at a 10. Okay. You got this, Paige. You got this. It'll be good. It'll be good. I don't think I got this. You got this. So our number one cumulatively rated beer, Frogstack, mm-hmm. obviously, by Phase 3 Brewing Company. It was the Goza. Nothing on Beer Advocate, but we both gave it a one. It was super fruity and flavorful and sweet and delicious and jammy and thick. It was great. Uh, number two after that, cumulatively, was uh, the last one, K-Runner. Mm-hmm. We both gave it a two. And then third, uh, looks like it was Bistro Pink Ambrosia by Energy City. Our top three all matched? Uh, well you gave it a you gave beast pink ambrosia a 3 i gave it a 4 okay. which gave it a cumulative store, score of 3.5 i gave uh hor- ale a 3 I see. you gave it a 7 so it got a 5 <clears throat> our worst rated beer which got uh, actually tied uh, was beer for butchers you gave it a 9 i gave it a 10 and then hotel life which was the lager which wasn't bad it's just we had a lot of other good beers uh, that, that topped this one. Uh, you give it a 10, I give it a 9. So we just flopped our scores on the bottom two. Tied for a 9.5. But had some pretty good ones. Heavy on the Sours and Gozas, but I think that's kind of what we're into. That's because of me. I'm sorry. I just keep buying Sours. <laughs> that's what we're collectively into. So, like I said, I'm sorry you don't have a section this time around. It's fine. I'm too tired to talk. <laughs> But there's not a whole lot uh, to talk about with this specific person as far as the background goes. But I'm going to go over some interesting things. I have a video to show you. I have some pictures. So, Celine Delgado Lopez was a Mexican woman who went missing 30 years ago and was featured in Missing Persons segments between adverts on a Mexican TV All channel. the swears. The swears are real. All right. remembered. I need to... I want to pull this picture up for you also. Have okay. this ready. Recently, in one of those segment videos, uh, one of the recently one of those segment videos was posted online in the early hours, only to be deleted again later, apparently as part of a marketing campaign by the TV channel. So, one of these videos of the missing persons thing was posted online as sort of like a marketing mm-hmm. campaign. Okay. These were meant to be creepy, meant to provoke a chilled spine, and it seems like they did. I will say too that a lot of this is translated to Spanish from English, or I'm sorry, to English from Spanish. So there might be some broken English in here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be reading a lot of information from Reddit. There's a lot of discussion that goes into much more detail surrounding Delgado Lopez. Uh, most of the articles you'll find online if you just search her name just talk about the rumors, urban legends, and a lot to do with social media, which I'll touch on, but it's not everything. So this is from Reddit user uh, Pajaro Consuelas. Pajaro Consuelas. Uh, This Reddit user posted this two years ago. So back in the 90s, I was in a very famous TV show. I know. Uh, Back in the 90s, Canal 5, which is Channel 5, Mm -hmm. uh, Televisa, Televisa, Televisa Televisa Networks, Mexico, had a TV segment in the commercial breaks about missing persons called Canal 5, Servicio de la Comunidad, which is Channel 5 at the service of the community, Channel 5 servicing the community. Oh, that sounds (laughs) inappropriate. The segment consisted of photos, different photos, and narrated information about missing persons. Uh, As you can see for yourself, I'll show you one. This one includes Selena Delgado. The lack of music and the serious tone of the announcer's voice makes for a somber announcement. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Off-putting. This shadowy effect is greater when you take into account that Canal 5 programming was targeted at a young audience. I must say I was very young back then to remember well enough, but a lot of people recall the TV segment as a scary one. After, it all, after all, it used to break the immersion in a childish world to show a bleak reality. So this was, there were like kids' shows playing on TV, and this would be the commercial break between those kids' shows. Selena López, 18 años in La Delegación Álvaro Obregón. Martinez de 14 años, desapareció el de mayo en la Unidad del Rosario, Salvador. So that that uh the last lady you saw mm-hmm. her image also pops up when you search uh um Celine Delgado for whatever reason. I don't know. They were maybe mixing the two up. But that's essentially the segment that would play in between on commercials. It's very a little strange. Just a bit According to the TV segment, Celine Delgado Lopez, 18 years old, disappeared in April 22nd, unknown year, in the municipality of Álvaro Obregón in Mexico City. I don't know how this myth or creepypasta started. It looks like it was from YouTube. But at some point, some people started to think Celine Delgado was not real. Some of their arguments were. Her face features seem common, and the quality of her picture is low. Therefore, it's a fabrication and not a real person. The truth is a lot of the photos show, uh, shown in El Servicio de la Comunidad had an awful quality. They were all kind of low quality. A lot of them were photocopies. Not everyone had the means to acquire a decent camera at that time. And in the 2010s, in around 2010, a mother appeared in the news carrying the mentioned photo of Selena mm-hmm. and asking for Celine Delgado's whereabouts. There's no proof of any of that happening. Okay. There's no records of Celine Delgado. This, these are claims that, it, that that isn't real. Again, there's no proof that there isn't any records. I doubt anyone bothered to even investigate. Mm. So there you go. I think the truth is Celine Delgado was a real person with a sad story that probably didn't get any closure. Uh, This is some more information from another Reddit user, uh, Carlos Saab, posted nine months ago Mm. from today's date. A lot of this is translated, again, uh, to English from Spanish. Celine Delgado is an urban legend born from a collective memory derived from the television segment called Community Service that was transmitted during family-slash-children hours from the channel owned by uh, Televisa called Canal Cinco, Channel 5. This whole thing is, was reborn, because this, this is old, in the 90s. Mm. This whole thing was reborn after several years in oblivion thanks to a video by YouTuber Yoshimitsu Kaleon in which he makes a quick mention of the case. Mm. So I guess he talks about Celine Delgado. Due to the popularity and virality of the video, many YouTubers begin to give it a space in the videos, reaching the point of distorting the story and causing the little data that they had to be lost. Again, it's a weird sentence. It's translated to English from Spanish, but think of the game Telephone. Like you tell someone something, and then they tell another person that same thing, then they tell their friend that thing, it gets lost in translation. So a lot of this stuff ended up getting lost in translation. In reality, and although it may seem like a lie, uh, the community has many details about Celine Delgado Lopez, including a phone number to which could have been called to. Unfortunately, many many of these details are out of date, and they're kind of lost, again, in translation. Celine disappeared from Álvaro Obregón, The given details for contact were her mother, Esperanza Lopez, and her sister, Laura Delgado, whom left the phone number from a nearby store. Additionally, we know it didn't solely show up on Channel 5, but also on multiple programs dedicated to finding missing people. These were much more professional than the segment of Channel 5 and indeed saved more details. So the the segment that they talked about on Channel 5 just talked about some brief things on channel five they just talked about a few things but there's other tv segments that she's been on where they've gone into more detail Mm -hmm. about where to find her the the circumstances of her going missing um we know that the missing persons report has never been filed or never i'm sorry never been lifted meaning the family is still looking for her To this day, they're still looking for her. More than just being an urban legend and that many YouTubers have made videos with exaggerated details, there's important information to keep in mind. There are multiple instances of the disappearance across multiple sites, so it's confirmed. At one point, there was better print or like newspaper print of her photo. Mm -hmm. That person at the nearby store did receive a call but never gave details until the day of his death. So apparently, this person saw... Celine Delgado, at a store, but never said anything until he w- was on his deathbed. The family, Delgado Lopez, was of low income, hence why they gave the store's phone number. So, they said, if you find her, call this store. They can call us. There's a blog from 2006 with limited access where a group of people took charge of looking into missing people in Mexico. This group investigated the case with more than 20 entries on the case that had matching information. We were contacted by one of the people which offered us information on the case. He would belonged to a blog run by students that had spent their time researching multiple cases of missing persons. Said blog had been made using Blogger, which still contains its content, uh, content since its last post made in 2006. So you might be able to find this Blogger post online, like this blog, and find all of the original information. And this blog is where they found the names of the people and phone number given in case anybody had any information. They additionally managed to find information that is not comparable, unable to prove legitimacy, but results in being very interesting. These are those things. Mm -hmm. Celine disappeared in the morning. She had a known stalker that lived a few streets away. Celine's father died when she was a little girl. Her mother made a living by washing other people's clothes. The day Celine Delgado disappeared, another woman named Alandra, Alandra, whom was a sex worker a few streets away, disappeared also and was a prime suspect, but was never seen again. So they see this sex worker that lives pretty close. She disappears the same day. They're thinking, OK, maybe she kidnapped Celine. And according to the blog's investigation, Celine left by choice. The investigation of this blog reached the point of managing to get a talk with the sister, Laura Delgado, but the information received was never published. Mm. So there's a lot of missing information on this. I swear to God I'm almost done. Reflecting on the case of Celine Delgado, her urban legend, and all the information there is on YouTube, as much as the case is interesting, it's a sad reflection of the reality of many uh, places in Latin America. So Central America and South America, this is a pretty common thing for people to go missing. It's unfortunate. The fact that we cannot obtain concrete information about the case... Uh, given of the uh, given the absurd amount of missing women under similar circumstances and the normalization of women's stalking and kidnapping, it's unfortunate. It's just a thing that happens more often there. For whatever reason, this image is associated with Celine Delgado Lopez, purportedly a sketch of her. This photo. Oh. So when you look up Celine Delgado. Lopez on Google you will see this image that's pretty creepy yeah his, uh, her eyes look weird yeah well that's not even a, a female a oh, sketch of a female it looks actually like a female it kind of does but I'll I'll explain that sketch this however is not a sketch of a drawing or a drawing of Celine degado Lopez but a police sketch for the uh, Baton Rouge serial killer Derek Todd Lee Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge I'm sorry for the Baton Rouge serial killer, uh, Derek Todd Lee. So that's a sketch of Derek, supposed to be a sketch of Derek Todd Lee in this photo. And for whatever reason, it's it comes up when you search her name. Since many theories and legends were created surrounding Delgado Lopez, this was another, quote, invention uh, by someone to make the case more disturbing or creepy. They find this photo, they're like, how can we make this more creepy? This photo is Celine. Lastly, lastly. I'm trying. I'll talk about the rumor that seems to be the most popular nowadays. Several posts went around on Facebook that read, "Are you friends with Celine Dagado Lopez? Look her up and you'll see you are and you can't unfriend her. Be warned, blocking is the only option." And here's a tweet which is similar. Look up Celine Delgado Lopez on Facebook. Yes, you're friends. Yeah, I don't know why either. Block that creep. You're welcome. Weird. So people started spreading this around. They started seeing these posts that were like, are you friends with this person? And people are checking. They're like, oh, shit, I am. Uh, This led people to buy into this hoax. This this was another hoax that was made. After all, um, where the add friend option, you look someone up on Facebook, you see add friend in blue. Where that normally is, there was a message option instead. So you can't add her as a friend. You can just message her. I see. That means you're already friends, right? Because that, that's what pops up when you're friends with someone. You can message them. And the option to unfriend them doesn't exist. So people resorted to blocking her. In reality, you aren't or weren't Facebook friends to begin with. The privacy settings on this Celine Gallo Lopez account were set to where others, other users can't add them as a friend. Um, that's why the message option only appears. You look at their profile, you go to add them, you can't. So it says message. You can't unfriend them because you were never friends to begin with. Whoever was behind the original Celine Gallo Lopez account established to perpetuate the hoax. They created the account and came up with the story to creep people out. Now more and more people are creating accounts with the same name and photos, spreading this rumor further. Graciasito. Why does this matter? In terms of the Facebook accounts, it really doesn't. But others are saying that even if the Celine Gado Lopez viral warnings have no malicious intent, that's not always the case. Indeed, because Celine de Gallo Lopez messages have gone viral, the chances are high that pretty soon they will become a weaponized uh, weaponized by folk looking to grab login credentials or get you to download malware. So if you remember um, the Momo, the Momo challenge. Do you remember Momo? Uh, creepy face, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This person. Yeah, I remember. Yep. So there was like a Momo challenge with a bunch of kids. I don't know. I don't know what the challenge was. I forget. But uh, this is a quote. Hoaxes like this can have seemingly innocent effects at the beginning, but the truth is that at the speed they can spread, Jake Moore, a cybersecurity specialist at ESET, says. You have the possibility of misinformation being added, which can cause it to go out of control. So people can take a hoax like this, something that seems harmless, and use it to scam other people, like with the Momo hoax. Um... These campaigns can have dangerous outcomes and can be even worse when copycat versions appear, he says, concluding, it is a timely reminder to research who who you are befriending on social media and never connect with just anyone before you really know who they are. That's all I have on Celine Delgado Lopez. I think it's pretty weird. She has never been found. This is one of those cold cases, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, kind of creepy, but I'm sorry you didn't have a segment. It's fine. Way too tired to talk. I just feel, uh, I robbed you of that opportunity this episode. No, not at all. What did you think of the beer? Yours was better. Uh, I thought it wasn't bad. Definitely pineapple rindy more than, like, pineapple fruity. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I'm willing to bet that the... The age of the beer contributes to uh, 100%. the sub-hardness of its taste. But it wasn't terrible. I've had worse beers than this. Yeah, me too. It was decent. Anything you wanted to add on the beer? No. Anything you wanted to add on the beer? To what? Anything you wanted to say about the beer? You didn't like it? Mm. All right. <laughs> Yours was better. Anything else? com. Mm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Have a good day. What? Told you oh. I'd make sure.